Welcome to the Generations Church Podcast. This is Brian Nugent, and I'm the pastor at Generations Church. Thanks for listening today. We hope this message is an encouragement and blessing to your life. For more information about Generations Church and its ministries, check out our webpage at gctlh.org or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Take your Bibles. Uh, I'm going to be reading in a moment uh, from Matthew chapter 6. We're going to talk about the Lord's Prayer this morning. And we are concluding our our 21 days of prayer and scripture study and fasting emphasis. I want to thank you for all that you guys that have uh, been involved with that, the scripture reading you've done, the extra prayer, the the fasting. And uh, so I just want to say thank you. And this morning... It's kind of the culmination of, uh, of that 21 days because I'm going to preach a few moments this morning about the Lord's Prayer and then we're going to pray. We're going to turn Sunday morning into a prayer meeting this morning. It's going to be our way of, of exiting our 21 days. We're just going to seek God and open our hearts and just see God do something powerful in our midst. So I just want to say thank you as we conclude that season. Our... our um, theme has been out of Isaiah chapter 52. I want to just read it to you just finally. Awaken, O Zion, clothe yourself with strength. Put on your beautiful clothes, O holy city, for the unclean and godless people will enter your gates no longer. Rise from the dust, O Jerusalem, sit in your place of honor. Remove the chains of slavery from your neck, O, o captive daughter of Zion. So it's just a reminder from the Lord to Israel that they are in captivity and that is not God's plan for them, okay? He did not choose for them this city of destiny, this holy city. He did not choose for them to live in captivity. So he says, awake, because sometimes you have to become self-aware of your circumstance before you change it. Sometimes we just get in the mode, we just take it. We just live, you know, whatever burdens we have, we learn to live and adapt with whatever burdens we have. And here he's reminding them, hey, I create you this way. This is not your plan. Wake up. I've got something else. Take those slave clothes off. Get that dust off of you. You have a destiny. So this passage reminds them to look into God's promise that he spoke to them. And that's just been our theme the last couple of weeks to some of you. God It's not God's will for you to be living the way that you are living now. Wake yourself up. Stir yourself. There's something else that God has in store for you. Okay, so that's been our our theme. So we're going to end it today with a day of prayer. We're going to seal this moment and this this 21 days with, with prayer. And let me tell you, I, we, we need to pray. We need to pray. You look on the news, I want to tell you. I mean, you, every year I go, it cannot get any worse. It just can't get any worse without a trumpet sounding. I mean, everything just seems to be spiraling, you know, toward you know, disaster. I mean, we're on the brink of war over in the Ukraine. I mean, that's un unbelievable. We see the the breakdown of the family. We see abortion on demand, you know, is uh, kind of the the calling card everywhere. Uh, Today, we see challenges to 
free speech and religious speech. We see an increase in suicide. We see an increase in pornography, racial unrest, rise in poverty, violence in the streets. I've never seen so much just violence, just just random violence, stealing and theft. People just walking into stores, grabbing things off the shelves and and walking out, and and no one no one does anything. It's unbelievable uh, ridicule of the Christian faith and declining church attendance. And in the midst, we are in a global pandemic that just seems to be like waves on the seashore as far as we can see. I want to remind you this morning that we are firsthand eyewitnesses to biblical prophecy happening right before our eyes. You can't look at this world and say, hey, the world is trending further away, the opposite way of, the, of what is spoken in the last days. Absolutely not. Everything that is spiraling is coming down to biblical prophecies that were spoken a long time ago. And I just want to say this morning, man, that should not distress us, but it should make us want to pray. We need, we, we need to pray. The church needs to pray. People need to pray. So this morning... It's going to be just a little different if you're, if you're new here. Because I'm going to talk about the Lord's Prayer for about 15 minutes. Then the worship team's coming back out. And we're going to pray, okay? It's going to be Sunday morning prayer meeting. So in a moment, I'm going to remind you it's prayer meeting. Get in your prayer meeting mode, okay? But, but right now, I want to talk about, about the, Lord's, the Lord's Prayer, all right? Now listen, there is a time to hear about God's power and presence, and there is a time to seek Him and lean in and experience His power and presence. And that's what the Lord's Prayer does. It is an acknowledgement of God, but it's also an invitation for God to begin to work in our lives. Now, I want to encourage you. I want you to pray the Lord's Prayer every day. Okay? 21 seconds. 20 seconds. Okay? I, I, I guess I do it 360 days a year. I start my day every day praying the Lord's Prayer. And I think there's a value for you to do that. It just covers yourself, covers your, covers your family. So I want to encourage you to do that. Now, we call it the Lord's Prayer. But if you come out of a Catholic tradition, they call it the, the Our Father. Okay, but it's... But it's the Lord kind of giving us a template, kind of a roadmap of prayer, a brief roadmap. And he says, this is how you should pray. Okay, Matthew 6. Our Father in heaven, holy is your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our sins as we forgive those who have sinned against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. So twice in the New Testament, the Lord's Prayer is written. Once in Matthew, once in Luke. Now the one in Matthew is placed in the Sermon on the Mount. And and it is an example because he's rebuking 
uh, vain repetition, just babbling, just praying, just praying to be seen. So he's going, don't do that. That's not what I've got in mind. But here is what I have in mind. So he gives us that, as I, as I said, is, a, is, is a, you know, kind of an example. Now, when you pray through the Lord's Prayer on a regular basis, it's going to covers some essential topics it's going to cover worship it's going to cover God's will and direction for my life it's going to cover provision and finances for my family it's going to cover forgiveness from God and reconciling with others and it's going to pray for spiritual guidance and protection from evil okay so those are really some good essential topics. Let me just tell you, you need to make 21 minutes, 21 minutes, 21 seconds for that in the morning. That's a, that's a good way to start the day. Normally when I'm praying that, my kids are leaving. I hear the, the cars, they're, they're taking off in the morning, and I just pray that over my family. I pray that, that over them every, every, every day. So he says, this is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, holy is your name. Our Father in heaven, holy is your name. So he does something here. He takes all that we know about God, our creator, our ruler, the lawgiver, our judge, and he takes everything that we know about God and he condenses it into one mental image that we all understand. Father. Father. Okay? Now, it's a relational term, not a positional term. That would be king, okay? He said, our father, so he brings it home. There's relationship. Hopefully, most of you, when you hear that, that term father, there's something warm. There's something that you understand about what he's saying about that relationship. Some of you may not, you know, maybe, maybe not can understand that uh, understand that image. So it's much more intimate than king or creator because a father is known for love, protection, and provision. So we're not praying to someone or something that is distant. We are playing, praying to someone who is close to our heart. And let me just remind you this. When I call him father, when I uh, walk into that relationship and use that term, that reminds me that I'm a son or a daughter, okay? I'm not using that term, you know, just for anything. So when I call him father, then, then in proximity, relational proximity, he, I am, I am uh, the son or the daughter. So he just reminds me that he's in family, our fa- that we're in the family, our father in heaven. In heaven, he reminds us, okay, of his infant limitless power and our small finite existent okay existence he is never too busy he is never too tired he is never absent he never has an off day he never deserts us his resources are never depleted his love is limitless because he's our father and he is exalted in heaven okay holy is your name petitions are about Human need, worship, is about his divine character, that he is holy and that he is good and that he is right. Holy is your name. 
Okay, Our Father in heaven, holy is your name. He reminds us of his holiness. Okay, So when we get to this part, it slows us down. Because when we pray, we jump straight to petitions, right? Right? We go right there, Lord, good morning, here's what I need you to do today. Okay? This slows us down just a moment. Okay? This makes us, you know, kind of like walking into the temple. Okay? There's the outer court, the inner court, and the holy of holies. This slows us down and makes us mindful of his power. This makes us careful. This makes us deliberate. This makes us mindful of his awesomeness and his sacredness. This reminds us, man, that even though he is our father, we approach him with a sense of reverence as well, okay? Holy is your name. Can I just remind you? There is no other name Like the name of Jesus, there is no other name that every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess. There is no other name that all the forces of evil bow down and tremble. There is no other name like the name of Jesus. And it takes a self-absorbed world and just reminds us of his power. Okay, Holy is your name. Holy is your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This is a reminder of his coming king, of his coming kingdom. Can I remind you, we don't know the day, we don't know the hour. But as certain with certainty as I'm just breathing today, I know that there's a day that his kingdom is coming and he's reminding us of that. He says in the scripture, of his kingdom, there shall be no end at all. Listen, we've got a lot of problems that are going on in our land, and we have the tendency sometimes to get a little nervous, but I want you to know God's got it all in his plan. God's got it all in his hand. There is a day that poverty and injustice and hunger and violence will end, and that is when he comes and he puts his kingdom down here on this earth. So if you're a little nervous when you walk, watch the news... This is not his last act, okay? You know, he's not done yet. He is not done. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth. Let your kingdom be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we're acknowledging his coming kingdom, but he's also asking us to invoke God's will, God's plan, his destiny in our particular life, in our lives, okay, through times of distress and anguish and suffering. When we think that God's plan for our life is too far gone, I've blown it. God has a plan and God has a purpose. Praying this prayer acknowledges the insufficiency and the limitations of my plan, all right, and says, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trust you with your plan. I, I, had a, I got something in store, but Lord, I'm letting that go. I'm going to let you have it. I'm taking my hand off, and I'm going to trust your plan. You see, selflessness, I mean, excuse me, selfishness and comfort come very easy to us, right? When I think of God's will, listen, I'll be a missionary, but Hawaii is a wonderful place, right? All right? 
So sometimes selfishness and comfort, that is the overriding, you know, uh, part when we think of God's will, you know, God's will for our life. But when we pray God's will for our life, okay, we, we're praying for the God's for wisdom, God's wisdom. Sometimes there are doors that are on the horizon that we're not sure which way to go, and we're asking for God's direction. We are surrendering our own plan, our own desire. Young people, at this point in your life, man, every one of your prayers need to end with, Lord, I want to know your path. I want to know your plan with great clarity. So it is the prayer of submission to God's will, all right? And we're going to pray. We're going to pray for marriages. We're going to pray for families. We're going to pray for those that are away from God. You know, give us this day our daily bread. All right. So it reminds us that we need to trust God in the area of finances. Now, this is prayer back then was almost essential. There was no money. There's no refrigerator. Okay. And basically, what you served as a parent in biblical times. That was it. You had no idea where it was coming next. Okay? Wouldn't you pray with a great sense of urgency? You got children and there's nothing left. Give us this day our, our daily bread. <clears throat> this is about trusting God. And it, and it lends itself to finance, but it's also about, about trusting him. He asks for bread. Just, man, if I can just have bread. It's a humble prayer. Can I just have bread? Just enough just enough for today. It's a little different from our prayer, right? But he's praying, you know, he's, he's asking for God's blessing and, and, and provision. So we're going to pray over provision. We're going to pray for those of you that are un, excuse me, unemployed. You need another job. You're burdened by heavy financial needs. We're gonna, just going to pray over you this morning. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sinned against us. Jesus understood that even his followers would sin and would need some help, okay? So he just, he just understood there's going to be a time in the life that believers are just going to need help. They're just going to need, they're going to need prayer just so that our sins just don't pile up. So he's got a place of confession, forgive us of our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. So forgive us is the prayer of confession, and it's the prayer of repentance. Now, they ask, in the other versions, they, ask, they use the term debts. Even though it's, it's talking in relation to sin, but he uses forgive us of our debts because he gives a mental image of like a debt just being forgiven. Like the banker just says to your mortgage, it's over, it's history, you don't owe anything. Well, we'd praise God then, wouldn't we? Okay? He's trying to give a mental image there of just debts being forgiven. In, the, in Luke, he uses the term trespass. Forgive those that trespass against it. So a trespass is you know, like somebody that goes in your property. They're going places where they, where they should not go. So forgive those that trespass. They violated, they've come in a place where they, where they shouldn't have been. So he said, forgive our debts, forgive our trespasses, but we understand that is in the greater way of, of being forgiven, uh, forgiven of our sins. All right, so I like this because he said, you know, he says, uh, forgive us our sins as we forgive those that have sinned against us. So what if we pray, Lord, forgive me of my, our sin, my sins, only to the extent that I forgive others. 
That's, that's great, isn't it? That's great. The Lord's sneaky that way. He's really sneaky, all right? So, Lord, forgive me to the extent that I am able to forgive others. So he is connecting, he is connecting, you know, the way he forgives me with the way that I, I forgive other people. So, listen, because when God forgives me of my sins, it gives me a new understanding and appreciation of grace so that with that enlightenment, now I am able to forgive other people, okay? So that's why that's when we're gonna we're gonna pray this. We're gonna we're gonna pray. I mean, if you've got if you're holding a grudge against someone, you know, if you've got some kind of, of, of a hardened heart towards someone, we are going to pray for confession, but also forgiveness, healing, and the restoration of that relationship if it's at all possible. Once forgiveness is granted, sometimes reconciliation and restoration can come to those particular, those particular relationships. And I'm going to say, too, forgiving others is not always a one-time event. You know, sometimes it is a process. Sometimes it is a season. And that's fine. That's fine as long as you are still in that season and you are praying and you are growing in that, in that particular area. So if you got a grudge, you've been hurt, that's fine. God wants to give you grace, you know, to release that. We're going to pray over that this morning. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. So he tells us to pray that we would avoid the traps of temptation that Satan has laid for us. He says to pray for wisdom to stay away from places that would cause us problem and people that would cause us to be tempted. He tells us to pray that. He said, lead me away. In, in another, you know, paraphrase, lead me away from things that would tempt me. Lead me away from those who might tempt me. And then he says, claim God's deliverance from the evil one over every part of our life. Now listen to me. So sometimes with temptation, we need to use wisdom. Okay, we need to use wisdom. But I want to remind you, overcoming the evil one has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with the, the darkness that was broken at the power of the cross. And he said, be wise in what you do and where you go. But when you, but the removal of evil has nothing to do with you necessarily. It has everything to do with the power of sin that was broken at the cross of Jesus Christ. All right? And listen to me, we need to pray this regularly because evil, evil does not end. Evil trying to get in my life never gets discouraged, right? Like, I'm just going to give up. Boy, it's been a month. Hadn't made any progress there, you know. Evil never gets discouraged. Evil is always trying to find a way to get in my life. So praying the Lord's Prayer on a regular basis is really, really important. So keep praying it. Deliver me from evil. I want the worship team to come. I want the worship team to come because we're, we're going to turn this into a prayer meeting this morning. So I want you to get in that mode, okay? I want you to, we're going to do a, some worship in just a moment, but I want you to kind of get yourself in prayer meeting mode. We're fixing to call on God. What we do on Wednesday night, we're fixing to do here 
on Sunday morning, we're going to pray. We're going to believe God. We're going to ask God to, to you know, he, he, he told us, man, in the Lord's Prayer, invite God's presence. And that's what, we, that's what we are about to do, okay? So everybody, I want you just to take a mental, a mental shift, and I want you to kind of get in worship mode, in prayer mode, okay? Because we're not just going to talk about his power. We want to see God's power move this morning, okay? We want to see it move this morning. So we're going to work our way through the Lord's Prayer this morning. So I don't want you just to listen to me. We're going to pray together. I want you to pray, pray out loud, pray quiet. But when I raise a topic to pray, that's not just for you to hear me and listen to me. That is your invitation on that particular prayer for you to jump in and intercede. I want you to get in a prayer flow this morning. I want there to be a prayer anointing that is that follows us, okay? And then I'm going to ask you at certain times if you need certain needs. So this is going to be interactive as well, okay? But this is going to be participatory also. So, aren't you ready? You ready? Our Father in heaven, holy is your name. So across the building, can you just begin to praise God? Can you just begin to praise him? Can you just begin to praise him? Our Father in heaven, holy is your name. Just, just begin to worship him, whatever's coming to your heart. I want you to focus not on petition. We're coming there later. This is about worship. It's about exalting him. It's about acknowledging his holiness and his righteousness and his goodness. Can we just do that? Come on, across this place, just begin to worship, begin to magnify him, begin to, begin to praise him. Oh, Jesus, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on, let's praise him this morning. I want you to lean in. I want you to press in. Hey, if while we're praying, you want to come to the altar, you're more than welcome. This is prayer meeting this morning. If you want to walk while we're praying, you're more than welcome. If you want to kneel, while we're praying, you're more than welcome. This is a prayer meeting this morning. Sunday morning prayer meeting. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on. Holy is your name. Lord, we worship you this morning. We worship you this morning. We give you praise. Holy is your name. Holy is your name this morning. Holy is your name. Father, you're our Alpha and our Omega. You are the beginning and you are the end. You are the Christ. You are the son of the living God. You are my creator. You are my comforter in sorrow and pain and distress. But even better than that, you're my heavenly father. You're my father. You love, you protect, you provide. There is a place in your heart for me. You don't push me away. You don't reject me. You're always open to me. Holy is your name this morning. Holy is your name. Holy is your name. You are Jehovah Rapha. You're the God that heals. You are Jehovah Shalom. You are the God that brings peace. You're my faithful shepherd. Lord, you're not just king, but you're king of kings. Lord of lords. You're Jesus' name above all names. And I praise you 
with my whole heart this morning. You are my Messiah. You are the soon coming King. You are my peace. You are my protector. You are my high priest. You are my redeemer and my eternal sacrifice. Lord, you died to set me free. You rose again and you gave me victory over, the, over death. And Lord, because of that, I'm no longer a slave to sin. I'm not a puppet to my desires. I am free. Who the Son sets free is free indeed. And I walk in that freedom. And I thank you for that freedom this morning. Lord, you're my salvation. You're my rescuer. You're my refuge. You are my hope. Oh, God, we praise you this morning. We praise you. Come on, let's praise him this morning. Let's praise Him this morning. You're the way. You're the truth. You're the life. Lord, you know the number of the hairs on my head. Your mind is always on me. You're singing songs over me. You prepare a place for me in heaven. And I'm going to be able to praise with you eternally this morning. Holy is your name. Holy is your name. Holy is your name this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. What a beautiful name it is, what a beautiful name it is, the name of Jesus Christ, my King. What a beautiful name it is, nothing compares to this, what a beautiful name it is, the name of Jesus what a beautiful name it is, what a beautiful name it is, the name of Jesus Christ my King. Come on church, what a beautiful name it is, oh God, nothing gone best it is, what a beautiful name it is, the name of Jesus, what a beautiful name the name of Jesus. What a beautiful name it is. The name of Jesus. See, death could not hold you. The veil tore before you. The silence now goes.
Just whisper that sweet name. Just let it roll off your lips. This morning, Lord, we worship the name of Jesus. We worship the name of Jesus. We thank you for that eternal sacrifice, that lamb that was slain before the foundation of the world without spot or without blemish, Lord. That's the only reason why we stand in your presence this morning is because of his shed blood, and we give you praise this morning. It's the only reason we can call you Father this morning because of that wonderful cross of Jesus and that, the beautiful name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Holy is your name. Holy is your name. One of his names in Scripture is Jehovah Shalom. It's the Lord our peace. Okay? I want to pray right now over those that have a troubled heart. You got anxiety, you got worry, you're dealing with fear, you're dealing with depression, you're dealing with discouragement here. I want to pray. I'm going to pray over that, Lord. Holy is your name. Lord, your word, your name from Scripture is Jehovah Shalom, the Lord our peace. And Lord, there are times that confusion and defeat creeps in, creeps into our heart, and it steals our joy. 
Lord, we just need your peace. I pray for those this morning, Lord. Calm their anxious spirit. Lord, we are declaring this morning that we're trusting in you. We are releasing the reins of the control of our life, and we're asking you to take control. We surrender and admit that we cannot control people, plans, and even all of our circumstances. But, Lord, we can yield those things over to you. And, Lord, we can focus on your goodness. So, Lord, if you bring, uh, bring good out of every circumstance, we let go today. And we believe you. Lord, we pray. And, it, and we're going to give thanks instead of worry. We're going to lean into your promise that we can have peace that passes all understanding. We're going to lean into that. That's the peace that you want to give us. So, Lord, when we're stressed and when we're anxious and when we're afraid, Lord, we want to run to you. You are the only one that can calm our fears, dry our tears, and end the fretfulness in my heart. So, Lord, this morning, speak peace to my heart. Calm our storms. Hold our hand. When we walk through the fire, bring reassuring peace into our heart today. Lord, we're trusting you. We're claiming your promise, Lord. We're reclaiming that promise, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I just want to take another moment. I want you to receive the peace of the Lord this morning. Some of you are anxious, you're fretful, you're worried, you're distressed. I pray the calming peace of Jesus is going to rest over your heart. Jehovah Shalom, the Lord our peace. God, I pray this morning. God, I pray this morning the peace of God. The peace of God, the calming peace. When I don't have a resolution for my problem, but Lord, I have a peace in my heart that I rest on. I don't have an answer yet. I don't see it on the horizon. But there's this unusual, unspeakable peace that's in my heart. Hey, that's the Lord right there. That's the Lord. Some of you get that peace and you, you worry yourself back into it because you don't know what God's plan is. He doesn't always tell us His plan. He just says to trust. Jehovah Shalom, the Lord our peace. The Lord our peace. You are Jehovah Rapha. You're the God that heals. If you need a healing, you need a miracle, if you want to stand in for someone this morning, raise your hand, stand up, whatever you want to do. We're going to pray for that. Lord, holy is your name. You're Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that heals. And God, I pray that you would heal that disease. God, I pray and I know that there is no illness that you cannot heal. There is no situation that you cannot touch. You've told us to come before you with every need of life. You're Jehovah Rapha. You're the Lord that heals. And you have the final word on what's going on in my life, the number of years that I live and serve you. And Lord, I thank you. And Lord, we don't know what your plan is. But Lord, we desperately seek your face this morning. And Lord, we don't come with any bargains in exchange for our health. We just bow our hearts before you. And give a simple desire, Lord. And Lord, whatever happens, I'm going to serve you. I'm going to live for you. I'm going to praise you. And Lord, if you want to use a medical uh, re resolution, Lord, that is fine. Lord, we give you thanks that you give people the wisdom to know what to do. 
regardless of how you accomplish it, Lord, we know that it's always miraculous and we give you praise. Lord, your word says that your grace is sufficient. And Lord, if I'm still walking through this season of adversity and affliction, Lord, I'm going to praise you. But Lord, I want you to do something deep in my heart. Lord, a renewal of my heart and my mind, Lord, because I praise you this morning. If this trial is here to strengthen me, then Lord, so be it. And I honor you and I give you glory. I give you glory. But this morning, we just speak wholeness. We speak healing. We speak, we speak life this morning for those that need a miracle, Lord, in their life. Lord, we pray over that. We speak that this morning. Lord, that gift of faith, let it rise up. That gift of healing, that gift of miracle, Lord, let it flow. Lord, you're Jehovah Rapha. You're the Lord that heals, and we stand. We, we stand there this morning, Lord. We stand there this morning. If that's you, would you just take another moment? Would you just praise Him right where you're at? Lord, I give you praise. I'm going to keep walking. I'm going to keep serving. I'm going to keep living. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep growing in you. My afflictions of the present time are not going to affect how I love you. I'm going to keep walking. But, Lord, I'm reaching out to you this morning. Touch my life. Touch my body. God, I praise you. I praise you. Come on, you do that just for another moment this morning. Lord, we praise you today. We praise you today. We praise you today, Lord. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So, Lord, this morning, we release our desires. We release our plans. Would you pray that with me this morning? Say, Lord, I want your will in my life. I want your will in my life. God, I want your direction. As I pray, I want some of you to release some things. Let God have his way. Let God work his way in your life. Lord, Lord, I know you have a plan for me. And Lord, don't let me be blind to your will this morning. Lord, I don't want a plan B in my life. Lord, I want your will. So Lord, if there needs to be a wall put up, an obstacle that, that, uh, that I cannot get past, do it. I want to follow your plan. Lord, give me a peace about the right direction and a peace for whatever is to come. I want your hand. I want your purpose to be at work in my life. So let your plan and your purpose come in every part of my life in distress and anguish and suffering. Lord, I, I want your plan. I acknowledge today my insufficiency and the limitations of my plan. So today, I take my hand off and I trust your plan. I trust your plan. I trust your plan. I want to pray over every high school junior, senior, and college student. Lord, I pray. I pray for them today. Lord, some of the biggest decisions of life that they will make, Lord, will come in this season. And Lord, we are reminded of the promise of Jeremiah, plans to prosper and not to harm, plans for a hope and a future. But implicit in that passage is that there is a plan. There is a plan. And Lord, I pray 
over them today. I pray that they would grow in your grace and in your knowledge, that the first concern of their heart will be their spiritual maturity and knowing you in a greater way. And then, Lord, I pray for your plans and your purpose. Lord, we pray over these, these young adults. Lord, we willingly accept Lord, when a door is closed, we're not going to try to open it up. Lord, we want to be sensitive to the right doors that open. And I pray over every young adult here, every high school junior and senior, I pray that the will of God, the revealed will of God, Lord, will come. And I pray that they'll have wisdom today. Thank you, Lord. Your will on earth as it is in heaven. Your will on earth as it is in heaven. I want to, as a church, I want to pray right now for people in our lives that are away from God this morning. I want to do some intercessory prayer today. It's God's will that they would come to know you. So, Lord, we pray with no judgment. We don't come with any haughtiness or any arrogance today. But, Lord, there are people that we love that we want them to know your goodness and your grace. Lord, there are ones that are living, Lord, precarious lives, dangerous lives spiritually. And, Lord, we pray over them. Listen, I want you to start calling those names out. Will you do that this morning? This is intercessory prayer time. Would you do that this morning? Lord, we pray for family members. Lord, they've turned, their, turned away from you, the prodigals that are in our, our life. Lord, we call them back. We call them back. Lord, bring them back to their first love. Lord, when that word has sat in their heart and the, there maybe some of them have an experience with you in the past, God, bring them back. We pray, bring them back. God, we pray that they would have an encounter with you that would be so powerful that they would know that your hand is being revealed. God, we pray over them today. We pray over them today. We pray for our co-workers, our colleagues, our neighbors, close friends that we have today. Lord, we don't come with any arrogance. Lord, we don't look down on anyone. We just want them to know your grace. We want them to know your goodness. God, we pray over them today. Call them in. Call them in today, Lord. We pray. We pray. We pray today. We pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I, I want to pray over every single adult here today. Lord, I thank you for those that are in our church. And God, we pray. And Lord, we acknowledge today that there's no happiness that comes outside of you. So God, I pray for every single adult, whatever stage of life that they were in, I pray the full blessing of the Lord Jesus, Lord, that they would, they would grow in you and your presence and your spirit. And there is a fulfillment that comes in life through knowing you in a powerful way. And Lord, I pray over them. Lord, I pray, Lord, that they will walk in areas of trust, areas that they don't understand. God, doors on the horizon. God, I pray that, you know, that they, the, the right ones would open relationally, vocationally. God, I pray. I pray for every one of our single adults, regardless of age and stage here today. Lord, I pray your blessing on them. I thank you that you sent them here, Lord. I thank you that you sent them here, Lord. I pray your will over their life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I want to pray over our home and family right now. I want to pray over spouses. I want to pray over kids. I want to pray over grandkids this morning. We're praying for God's, God's will. So I want you to take a moment. If you're married, I want you to pray over your spouse, whether they're here or not this morning. Then we're going to move to our kids in just a moment. Lord, we pray 
over our spouse. God, we pray God's blessing and God's favor. May it rest upon them. Lord, I pray that the, a true love and understanding would continue to be nourished for each other. Lord, I pray they would both be growing in faith, growing in their trust in you. I pray for every married couple here today that they would have grace to live with each other. Lord, that they would live in peace. They would live in harmony. God, I pray, I pray, I pray for those who might be experiencing in this moment a strain in their marriage or maybe some separation or maybe there's conflict this morning. Lord, I pray over them today. I pray for reconciliation. I pray for forgiveness. Lord, I pray for the peace of Jesus, Lord, to be resurgent in their heart and be resurgent in their home. I pray for marital reconciliation, not just on paper, not just two people living under the same roof, but Lord, a reunification of the heart, a reconnection. I pray for healing. I pray for healing and forgiveness and restoration over them. Lord, I pray for every marriage, every home. We pray the will of God. Pray the presence of God. Let it be there today, Lord. We pray the presence of God over them. Thank you, Lord. Can we pray over our kids and our grandkids today? Can we just take a moment? And do that, Lord. We pray. We pray over our children. We pray over our grandchildren. God, we pray the blessing of God would just be generational. God, we pray that they won't just come to church, but Lord, we pray that they would know you in a great way. Lord, they will know your power. They will know your presence. God, we pray over our children. Lord, as this culture wars aggressively against the Word of God and the Spirit of God, we cover our kids. We cover our grandkids today. We pray over them, God, that there will be lights that will shine. They'll walk in the power of the Holy Spirit that their spiritual life won't be just not doing negative things, but Lord, they will know you. They will know your power. They will know your presence. We pray over their future today. We pray over their spouse, their vocation, their emotion, and their emotional and physical health. We pray over them. We pray over our kids today. We pray over our kids today. I'm going to be quiet for just a moment. Man, would you just, would you just pray over them today? Pray a prophetic prayer today over your kids and your grandkids. Would you do that? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Generational household, household salvation, Lord. Oh, God. Oh, God. Give us this day our daily bread. So we're going to shift to provision right now. If you have an employment issue or a, a, a great physical or financial need in your life, this will be the moment we're going to pray over that. But before we start, can we just take a moment and thank God for his blessings? Can we just do that? Thank Him for your job. Thank Him for your home. Man, pantries that are full. Can you just take a moment and thank Him? Can you just take a moment and thank Him for your automobile? Can you look over the course of your life and you've just seen the blessing of God upon your life? Can you just thank Him this morning? 
We're, we're so quick to point out what we don't have. And we don't always thank him for, for, for his blessing. Lord, we praise you this morning. Forgive us if we sound whiny sometimes, Lord, when our life is imperfect. But, Lord, we know that you blessed us. Thank you for stability. Thank you for employment, Lord. Thank you for your blessing, Lord. The, the, your blessing upon our offerings and tithes, Lord, has been amazing. We just praise you this morning, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We give you thanks. You are Jehovah Jireh. You are the Lord that provides. Lord, we know that you own it all, and it's all in your hands. And Lord, you are very aware, Lord, of concerns financially that some have this morning. You hold the provision. You have the solution. You can move mountains. You can make a way when there is no way. And Lord, we just ask you, Lord, to touch this morning for those that have financial need, great financial distress, unemployed, underemployed. God, we pray over that today. Lord, we pray that in the midst of our difficulty, we'll trust. We're going to recognize, Lord, and believe that you were able to accomplish far more than we ever thought is possible. So, Lord, we trust you this day. We trust you this day. We don't ask for luxuries, but, Lord, we pray for provision. I pray for those that have businesses. Lord, I pray that you will bless the work Bless the hands of those that own businesses, Lord. I pray that you would prosper them. Those that have people that report to them, God, I pray that you'll bless. Those that are in sales, God, I pray that you would bless. Not, not, not that we just enrich ourselves, but God, that you would use it to further the kingdom. Lord, I pray, I pray for those. Lord, who are unemployed, have great financial burdens today. God, I pray that you will meet every need. You will show a path forward. You will open a door that has been closed. You will give clarity on several doors on the horizon. God, you're going to meet every financial need. You tell us to ask for our daily bread. And we do that today. We do that today. We do that today. Forgive us of our sins as we forgive those who've sinned against us. So we start with personal confession. Okay? Starts right back here with us. All right? So here's your moment. Here's the moment that Jesus built in to this prayer for his followers to confess, get things out of their lives, things that trip them up, things they're having problems with. So I want you to confess that, whatever it is, and I want you to ask God's forgiveness, and I just think there's going to be a cleansing that will come. So I'm just going to be quiet. Lord, forgive us of our sins. Forgive us of our sins. Wash us clean. Wash us clean. Wash us clean. Cleanse us, Lord. Cleanse this body. Cleanse this body. Lord, some that walk in shame, Lord, some that feel dirty. God, I pray there'll be this sweet cleansing grace, Lord, that they'll feel in their heart, Lord. They'll walk clean, Lord. They'll experience a cleanness. They won't worship embarrassed anymore. They won't serve or not serve because of this in their heart, Lord. Clean, cleansed in the blood of Jesus. Some of you, man, God's going to do something in your heart today. Cleansed in the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So, Lord, we confess.
today our desperate need for you. Lord, we promise, you promised us that if we confess our sin, you'll forgive us and you will make us clean. And we ask for your forgiveness. Lord, we repent. We don't want to go back. We don't want to, we go to another direction. Lord, your word says, create in me a clean heart. And we ask you to do that. And Lord, restore, even for believers, that fellowship that we once shared, maybe that we've broken by our own sin. God, we pray, we pray, we pray. If our failure have wounded others, Lord, show me where I need to go and renew that relationship and ask forgiveness. Lord, we know that repentance within itself doesn't eliminate the consequences of our sin. Lord, you hold our sin to account. But Lord, we do know that when you forgive us, you, there, you cast them as far as the east is from the west. And Lord, we stand here whole and clean. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If you're here this morning, maybe you're not a believer, you're away from God this morning. This is a moment for you to invite Jesus into your heart. This prayer is not just for people of faith. These are for, this prayer is an invitation to ramp up and know God. And praying a simple prayer like, Lord, hey, I'm a sinner. I ask for your forgiveness. I know you died for my sins. Forgive me. I want to be a follower of you. It's that simple. It's that simple. Lord, I pray for those here this morning online. Lord, they've kind of been watching from afar, but Lord, this prayer is for them to come, to come. I pray this morning people are asking Jesus to come into their heart online and in this audience. People are renewing faith. Prodigals are coming back to Jesus this morning. Lord, we pray, we pray, we pray, we pray. Thank you, Lord. We pray, we pray. Lord, forgive our sins as we forgive those who sinned against us. So this is that moment that we begin to release pain and hurt of things that people have done to us. So Lord, we pray, Lord, there's great depths of pain out there this morning. Some maybe a little more superficial, some very deep. But Lord, we don't wanna carry that pain anymore. We don't wanna grow and be bitter. But Lord, we need your grace and the power of the cross to release that hurt and to forgive those who have hurt you. Lord, we pray. We pray. So we're turning to you today. We're choosing to forgive. We're choosing to release. Lord, every time that memory comes back, I'm not going to match that memory with bitterness, but Lord, I'm going to ask your grace to come in. Lord, I forgive that person and I'm going to keep forgiving that person until that pain is gone. Lord, I pray healing grace, healing grace, forgiving grace, restoring grace this morning. We forgive a spouse if it's needed. We vocalize that. Kids, we forgive parents, family, neighbors, people I go to church with, co-workers, 
God, we release healing grace this morning, forgiving grace. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We pray not only for forgiveness, but Lord, I pray if possible, there's healing and there's reconciliation of that relationship. That relationship can be restored. It says if it's all possible, live with peace with all people. And Lord, we're praying, if at all possible, let there be a, a reconciliation there, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. So Lord, we pray that you would help us to resist the seducing power of temptation. Lord, in this season, in this culture in which we live, where evil is continually on screens and computers and life, God, we pray that we will stand strong in this season of our life. I pray this morning against temptations that are sexual in nature, financial, temptations of in, in the, the area of relationships, I pray for temptations in the area of alcohol and drugs. God, I pray. You say in every way you will show us an escape. And I pray over that today. Lord, we are not powerless. Lord, we are not puppets of evil. Lord, we are sons and daughters. So God, I pray. I pray that you would give us the grace to flee. And when we fail, you will give mercy and restoration. Lord, I pray that you would give us wisdom and strength to stay away from places that we do not need to go. And wisdom and strength to stay away from people that would, that would, that would lead us into temptation. And when we find ourselves tempted, that we would have the strength to flee. Give us a divine empowerment, revelation for that moment of what a poor decision could cost us. Lord, we thank you that we are not left alone to fight our adversary. Your spirit is there. Your spirit is there. And we thank you. Thank you, Lord. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. And Lord, we give you thanks. We claim deliverance from the evil one. Lord, the cross brings deliverance. And we stand in the shadow of the cross of Jesus Christ. I am not a slave anymore to my passions or my sin. I am a son and daughter of the living God. I have been set free and I am whole and I am delivered. And I claim that deliverance from the evil one today. So we pray for every, we pray for deliverance for every evil attack, every, every uh, plan, uh, evil plan that has been designed for our life. We pray for divine protection. We are not going to walk in fear. We are going to walk in your confidence. I want you to take a moment. I want you to pray that over yourself for just another moment that we're going to be done. Fleeing from evil, fleeing from temptation, and standing in evil. We're not puppets. We're not weak. We're sons and daughters of the living God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
thank you, Lord. Would you stand with me this morning? Would you stand with me? <clears throat> thank you, Lord. Listen, I love prayer meeting. I love praying together with God's people. I want to I hear your testimony if God said something, done something for you this morning. I don't want to close the service this way. In Numbers, the Lord gave Moses this priestly blessing to pray over the people. I just want to pray that over you this morning. Got a brand new year. I want to pray God's blessing and God's favor upon you. It's been a tough two years in this pandemic. Wow. Who's exhausted? Who's tired? You know, but even in the midst of it, God can sustain and, and, and God can bless us in the midst of that. So I want to read this. I just want you to receive this blessing from God's word. And then we're going to sing it this morning. Thank you, Lord. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. God, we receive that blessing this morning. Lead us in that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you. Think of the Lord bless the Lord bless you and keep come on receive that make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you the Lord turn his face toward you and keep you peace. come on now seal it and your family and your children and their children and their children may his favor be upon you and a thousand generations and your family and your children and their children come on receive that blessing this morning come on may his favor be upon you and a thousand generations come on 
the children and the children. May His presence, may His presence come before you and behind you and beside you, all around you and within you. He is with you. shout our praise this morning. Listen. We don't serve a dead God. We don't serve a deaf God. He says, come, man, talk to me. Lay your burdens on me. Cast your cares on me. That's what we've done this morning.
Thank you for listening to the Generations Church Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the message today and pray God's greatest blessings on you. For more information about Generations Church and its ministries, check out our webpage at gctlh.org or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter.